Hello, hello. Welcome to the Happy Home Podcast. My name is Taya Luku, your host on this show. Do you know that getting married to the absolute love of your life does not guarantee you a life of unending happiness? Truth is, you can very quickly go from deliriously happy to miserable and frustrated. But you don't have to. And that's where this podcast comes in. On this show, I'll discuss real issues couples face on the journey to finding happiness in marriage. And I will also be sharing great tips that can help you intentionally create the marriage of your dreams and build a truly lasting happy home. Follow me on this journey. Please stay tuned. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Happy Home Podcast. My name remains Taya Luko, your host on the show, and I am super excited to be bringing you yet another absolutely enlightening and informative episode. If you've been following me for any length of time, you will already know that on this show, we talk relationship, we talk homes, we talk happy homes, and we talk marriage. And this episode is not going to be anything different. In fact, this episode I'm talking about eight absolutely essential ingredients that you need for a great relationship. Or let me put it this way, eight absolutely essential ingredients that should be present in your relationship if you want it to be a great one. Who is this episode for? It's for the single, it's for the married. It's for the single because you can then say to yourself, these things are the things that I need to be looking for in a relationship or this is who I need to become in a relationship. And for the married, you can begin to work in having these things in place in your relationship. I must say that this list is not exhaustive, but for me, these particular eight things are absolutely essential and critical to your having great, amazing, and sustainable relationship. And so let's get into the meat of today's show. You might be wondering, why do we spend so much time talking about relationships? Because if you look everywhere, it seems like there's so much going on in the relationship space. There's so much talk about relationships. Truth is that relationships are important. And it's a topic that will never get stale or go out of trend. It's important because we are created relational beings. We were not meant to walk this earth in isolation. We were created to relate. And it's also important because at the core of our existence as humans, we desire to interact with other humans. But we don't just desire any type of interaction. We want interactions that leave us feeling good, that leave us feeling happy, that leave us feeling much better. And so you find out that relationships answer to certain needs that we as humans have. We derive pleasure, we derive fun, we derive emotional connection, we derive spiritual connections and so much more from our relationships. So relationships are definitely important. 
relationships are certainly important. Now, remember when I was single and I desperately wanted to get married, you know how back in the day, everybody has their list, you know, tall, dark and handsome, particularly in the part of the world that I come from, Nigeria. And, you know, there was a lot of pressure to get married and it didn't help that our parents and society also had that expectation of us, you know. But beyond the societal expectations, I genuinely just wanted to be in a relationship with that special person. And like I said, I had my list, you know, but it's amazing because in that list, I had things like tall, I had things like dark, I had things like handsome, but my list really did miss out the essential things that are necessary. But I am so glad that 22 years now, looking back, I can say that I have learned so much. I know the things that are really, really important and really critical for a great relationship. And so I'm going to start. What are these things? Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. Number one, always say, and I cannot stop to emphasize, that the first most critical, absolutely essential ingredient for having a great relationship is you. It is you. It will always start with the persons in the relationship. You are a critical factor because it takes a wholesome person to make a great relationship. And so if you're not whole as a person, if you're not feeling good with yourself, it will be very difficult for you to make a great relationship. And you will be that kind of person that doesn't add value to other people's lives, but instead brings sorrow, and in some instances, hurt and pain into the lives of other people. So the starting point is you, understanding who you are, understanding the value you carry, understanding your identity, loving yourself and appreciating yourself, being able to see yourself the way God sees you, dealing with any past baggage that you might carry that could affect your relationship. So working on yourself first, working on yourself first, the starting point is always you. For you to have a great relationship you must be that person that can build a great relationship. You must be that person that loves him or herself, affirms him or herself, appreciates him, him or herself, embraces the good that you carry, recognize, understand your identity and your values. It is absolutely critical because when we have toxic relationships, it stems from behavior and attitudes. It also stems from lack of understanding and lack of knowledge. And so it's important that you get yourself in a wholesome and healthy state if you must have a great relationship. So that is the first essential ingredient. Now moving on, what is the second? I always talk about this one a lot as well. And I would say that the second is friendship. It seems an, an overrated. It seems very cliche, but honestly, it is the truth, the absolute truth. A deep and unpretentious friendship is an absolutely essential ingredient for a great relationship. Why? Because the butterflies, the chemistry, the love, it's going to fizzle. And at the end of it all, what you will have left is that deep friendship. What does friendship do for you? It helps you to be at ease with each other. It helps you to be authentic. 
It helps you to be naked and unashamed. It helps you to be yourself and to open up. I have to tell you though that being at ease is different from being complacent. I'm not talking about being complacent. I'm talking about being able to be vulnerable, to be open with the person, to share your deepest feelings. That is what a great friendship would do for you. And it's worth you taking that time to build it. So you not having to walk on eggshells, you not having to be pretend to be somebody that you are not. These are all the hallmarks of a great friendship. So that's the second absolutely essential ingredient. You know, friendship. Now, what is the third thing that I want to talk about today? Remember, I said eight essential ingredients for a great relationship. High dose of empathy. Number three, high dose of empathy. Now, why is this important? It's important because at every point in time, it, we should be able to put ourselves in our partner's shoes and feel what they feel. When that happens, it helps us to understand their frame of reference. It helps us to see things the way they see it. And it, it helps us to focus more on appreciating understanding instead of wanting our own way it helps us to be more humane to them it helps us to be more gracious in even in disagreements we become more gracious we become more gracious in giving allowance in giving allowance we become less entitled and we Stop wanting to hold on to our own opinions because why? We have transported ourselves from where we stand and where we see things into their own shoes and we begin to feel what they feel, see what they see and we begin to be, realize that, hey, giving grace is not a bad thing. Shifting position is not a bad thing. And so high dose of empathy being able to see what your partner sees, feel what they feel, walking in their shoes makes you more humane, more gracious, and it just leaves, you know, your partner or your spouse feeling more loved, feeling more loved, feeling more appreciated, feeling more valued. So that's the third thing that I want to talk about. Fourth thing I'm going to be speaking about is kindness, a high dose of kindness. I've spoken about kindness in quite a few of my podcast episodes, but I don't stop to talk about it because it is also extremely important. Kindness is about being thoughtful. It's about being caring. It's about being compassionate. It's about being supportive on a consistent basis. Kindness is about you living that out consistently. Kindness will feature in your attitude. It will feature in your words. It will feature in your deeds. It will feature in everything you do. So being high on kindness, just the two of you consistently being kind to each other. And this is important because, you know, sometimes when we are hurt, all we want to do is to hurt back, to retaliate hurt for hurt. But 
walking in that space and mindset of kindness keeps you from wanting to lash out when you are hurt, keeps you from wanting to speak hurtful words, keeps you from wanting to just, you know, retaliate. Being high on kindness, absolutely essential for a great relationship. Now, moving on. Now, this is the fifth thing that I'm speaking about. Communication, but not just any communication, great communication. What is great communication? What does it look like? It's simply the ability to understand what is being said. Let me put it in the best way that I can. It's the ability to hear and to understand what is being said by your partner or your spouse. It's the ability to express in a manner that does not leave your hearer feeling bitter, angry, violated. It's the ability to convey your message in a way that is not displeasing to the ear of the hearer. And it's also the ability for you to listen attentively and to hear not just the words, but to also look out for the body language. You know, communication is a whole course on its own. And I, I, have a, I, I have a course, an online course, out just talking about communication. I'll put the link in the, in the show notes so that if you want to, you can go out and get it. But, you know, being able to communicate freely, being able to be non-judgmental, non-blaming in your communication style, and being able to not become defensive when you get, you know, feedback. All of this makes for great communication and that is the fifth thing now number six focusing on growth being growth minded being growth focused having a growth mindset why is this important because we live in a world that is increasingly changing and people are no longer staying static with the advent of social media, there's so much information out there. There's more knowledge. There's more awareness. So you wanting being in a place where you don't have to stay static. Being in a relationship where there's room for growth is so critical. Focusing on growth. When both of you focus on growth, that helps you to be flexible. That helps you not to hold on to your strong positions, but to know that things can change. We can, you know, we there's that ability, there's that room to evolve, to become, to relearn, to unlearn, to acquire new knowledge, to acquire new skills, to reinvent. It is so important because as humans, we don't like to be in a box. We don't like to be in the box. And there's so much more. What we know today might not serve us tomorrow. So that needing to, that ability to be able to grow as individuals and then as a relationship. So this is a relationship where we believe in growing. We're focused on growing. We encourage each other to want to be more, to do more, to have more. We're not stifling each other in any way. Focus on growth. And so you're looking to say, 
do I have a growth mindset? Do I have a growth mindset or do I have a fixed mindset? Am I in any way standing in the way of my spouse or my partner's growth? A great relationship is one in which there is a focus on growth. That's number six. Now, number seven that I want to thing that I want to talk about, which is absolutely essential, giving each other space for expression. In other words, space to express your individuality. Now, what I know, what I've found, and what research tells us is that even though we come together, particularly in marriage, where you know that two have become one, the fact is that we are still unique individuals. God created us uniquely different. And while we know that spiritually in marriage we become one, we still stand as unique individuals. We still have our unique strengths and our unique weaknesses. And the truth is we still also have our unique assignments here on earth. And so you will find out that being able to express yourself as a unique individual is critical for a great relationship. You don't want to be in a place where you're stifled. Neither do you want to be the one stifling. People thrive in relationships where there is space for full and free expression of the self. When I know that I can express myself unhindered and unfettered and that I can be my own, my own unique self, then I will do better. I thrive. The reality is, or the truth is, we are not intended to become clones of each other. Yes, we feed each other off each other's energies. We even say that after a certain period of time in marriage, husbands and wives begin to look alike. We might begin to sound alike. But there's still that element of individuality that exists. And being able to express that individuality is key. So a great relationship is one where we both feel safe to be able to express each other's individuality and we are not stifling each other. So that is number seven. The last but not the least is a great relationship is one where partners, spouses actually like each other. We know love is one thing, but likeness is different. I remember speaking to a couple that had come for counseling. They had been having a series of arguments. And I remember asking them, do you guys even like yourselves? And honestly, they both unanimously answered and said, no. But right now, I don't like him. He also said, right now, I don't like her. And you know, liking is different from love because when you like someone, when you really genuinely like them, even though you might be angry with them because you like them, that liking keeps you from doing certain things that will be hurtful and harmful. And so that ensuring that you like your spouse is important. Liking is different from love. I honestly feel that liking is a higher level because when I like you, when I genuinely, truly like you, then I, I will look out for your best interest. I will not want to hurt you. I will not want to harm you. I will always want to be there for you. And so 
I want to say that a great relationship is one where partners or spouses have chosen to genuinely like themselves. Liking is not about, I like you for what you do for me, but I choose to just like you for who you are. I choose. You, you make a choice to like. And I know that it's not always the easiest, particularly if there's a lot of hurt and pain. But honestly, you can make a choice to like. And what that will do for you is it frees you from bitterness. Because at the end of the day, bitterness is that thing that takes root in our own heart that begins to eat us up. And so a great relationship is one in which the spouses or the partners in the relationship have made that choice that I like you and I will continue to like you. And so those are the eight essential, absolutely essential ingredients for a great relationship. Why have I taken the time to do this episode? It's so that if you're single, you're dating, you can know what to look out for. It's good to have tall. It's good to have dark. It's good to have handsome. But honestly, that's not what makes a great relationship. It's good for your, your man to have money, tons of money. But honestly, it's not enough for a great relationship. There are critical things, and I call them essential ingredients. And I hope that this episode blesses someone there out there you can use it as a checklist or to benchmark or to review the relationship that you are in again i say it's not an exhaustive list but for me these are absolutely essential ingredients for a great relationship Ooh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the happy home podcast I hope that you have learned a thing or two. I hope that you have enjoyed listening as much as I have enjoyed bringing you this episode. God bless you and bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Happy Home Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play or Spotify. Check out my website, www.tayealuku.coach for other great resources. You'll find the link to my website in the show notes. You will also want to get my happy home affirmations. These are eight powerful audio affirmations that will completely transform the energy in your home. Link is also in the show notes. See you on the next episode. God bless you.